When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This is is the standard. In the next seven minutes or so, we'll look back at a week that saw a shot resignation in Scotland, more rows between the US and China over balloons, intensifying battles in eastern Ukraine, and Rihanna makes the world's most high-profile pregnancy announcement at the flipping Super Bowl. Pop on the kettle and get up to speed on everything you need to know from the week in seven minutes or so. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7. Don't forget to hit the follow button to get your daily updates at 7 a.m. It was all change in Scotland on Wednesday as Nicola Sturgeon announced she'll be resigning as First Minister and leader of the SNP after eight years in charge. Speaking at a hastily organised press conference in Butte House on Wednesday morning, she said the time is right for her to step down. Since my very first moments in the job, I have believed that part of serving well would be to know when the time is right to make way for someone else. In my head and in my heart... I know that time is now. Her resignation comes amidst criticism over her strategy around independence, trans prisoner policy and Scotland's blocked gender reform bill. But she claims recent controversies didn't play a part in her decision. She plans to stay on until a new SNP leader has been elected, adding that the choice to step down was not easy. To those who do feel shocked, disappointed, perhaps even a bit angry with me, please know that my decision comes from a place of duty, and of love. She's received tributes from a number of politicians, including her predecessor, former Scottish First Minister Alex Salmond. Nicholas' biggest political talent was as a communicator, and that was showing up in the uh, pandemic. This week saw Russia continue to ramp up attacks in the east of Ukraine, pushing hard around the city of Bakhmut, where Ukrainian forces blew up a bridge on Tuesday in what's being seen as a potential sign of an impending threat. NATO ministers met Ukrainian Defence Minister Reznikov in Brussels to discuss the next steps in support for the embattled nation. And in advance of that meeting, NATO Secretary General Stoltenberg was warning that things aren't going to get any easier. We see uh, no signs that uh, President Putin uh, is preparing for peace. What we see is the opposite. Uh, he is preparing for more war, so it makes it just even more important that NATO allies and partners provide more support to Ukraine. However, there was a pretty bullish tone from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Mark Milley, who says that Vladimir Putin misjudged the situation when he started this war almost 12 months ago. In short, Russia has lost. They've lost strategically, operationally and tactically. And they are paying an enormous price on the battlefield. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen also proposed new restrictions on Russia. We're suggesting a tenth tranche of sanctions with trade bans. We're talking about 11 billion euro. Meanwhile, UK Defence Secretary Ben Wallace was busy shooting down rumours that Berlin had been left in charge of NATO's response force due to concerns about the state of the UK military. The story in Germany is just bollocks, right? I mean, to be honest... 
the simple reality is uh, we are taking over the VGTF as scheduled. And as we approach the one-year anniversary of the war, Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko has warned he'll send troops to fight alongside Moscow should Belarus come under attack. And he placed the blame for the war squarely on Ukraine and its Western allies. Why do you support Ukraine, pumping it with weapons instead of sitting down to negotiate, as I suggest? Why are you doing this? You understand this is escalation. Meanwhile, Ukrainian President Zelensky sat down with the BBC in an interview to mark the anniversary. He brushed off Lukashenko's threats, saying his country are prepared to fight against Belarusian troops and added that he won't concede any land to Russia in a peace deal. Today our survival and unity is the sole goal. We're moving towards Europe. Ukraine chose this path. We can't lose it. Any territorial compromises would make us weaker as a state. Thursday also saw Labour leader Sakir Starmer make his first visit to Ukraine since the war began to meet with Zelensky and express his party's support. It's very important for me to be here in Ukraine with the people of Ukraine, making clear that support for Ukraine in the United Kingdom is united. The age-old question of... It's a bird! It's a plane! Or uh, a Chinese spy balloon raised its head again on Monday. The mystery around unidentified objects shot down by US forces has deepened after one US military commander refused to rule out the possibility of extraterrestrial activity. It comes after President Biden ordered a fourth object to be shot out of the sky following a spate of alleged Chinese spy balloons hovering over the US. Officials say they were used to monitor sensitive sites, but the Chinese deny the object was used for spying and said it was a weapon other monitoring device that had been blown astray. NATO General Secretary Jen Stoltenberg warns that it's part of a pattern. China, but also Russia, are increasing their intelligence and surveillance activities against NATO allies with many different platforms. We see it in cyber, and we see it uh, with satellites, and we see it in balloons. China, meanwhile, claims that the US has been using their own spy balloons, a claim which they flatly deny. The Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Wenbin addressed the issue. Just since last year, the US's high-altitude balloons illegally entered China's airspace more than 10 times, without the approval of the relevant Chinese authorities. Back at home, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was asked if we'd seen any of these balloons in the UK, and his response wasn't all that convincing. I can't obviously comment in detail on national security matters, but we're in constant touch with our allies, and we'll do whatever it takes to keep the country safe. The drama kept going on Tuesday as the US Air Force admitted that its latest targets may not have been spy balloons at all, but rather commercial research balloons, or simply gender reveal parties gone wrong. Not quite, but the focus has switched to national security and former head of MI6 Sir Alex Younger says that the whole affair has put a spotlight on what exactly is going on in the world of atmospheric spying. This is just a, a gross and, and really visible transgression of the sovereignty of many nations. So I think the West will, I think, be politically motivated to make a big fuss, and I think that's sensible. China continues to deny any intention of mischief, as the vice president of the Centre for China, Victor Gao, explained to Times Radio. China's characterization is very clear. It is a weather balloon, not military use, a balloon out of control due to force majeure. The balloon drama seen PM Rishi Sunak under pressure to revise the classification of China and declare it a security threat to the UK. Former Ambassador Lord Darrick said the whole affairs highlighted the weaknesses in the UK's defence. We don't have all the kit and equipment that we, that we really need. You know, we will have some capability. Whether we have a watertight capability, as the Prime Minister says, I'm not so sure. 
Following the murder of Sarah Everard by a serving Met police officer and the recent conviction of PC David Carrick on multiple counts of rape, trust in British policing is at an all-time low. This week, it's Lancashire police who've come under fire after disclosing personal information about missing dog walker Nicola Bully. On Wednesday, the force released a statement revealing that Nicola, who vanished last month, was classified as high risk due to struggles with alcohol. Peter Folding's a forensic search and rescue expert who's involved in the search and says the information should never have been made public. The way it's been released to the media, I'm getting calls from senior police officers like, what is going on? You know, it shouldn't have been done. I feel so sorry for the family. And also the police have get normal police officers are working extremely hard on this search and all the detectives. And it's just exposing everybody to criticism for no reason, really. On Thursday, Nicola's family issued a statement asking for an end to speculation over her private life. And Lancashire police have also been critical of so-called armchair sleuths who've taken to the internet to try to solve the disappearance. But former Detective Inspector Martin Underhill says public speculation's inevitable given the lack of police communication. They have appeared in this inquiry in unprecedented volume because the police didn't talk. Um, we've gone over a week without a press conference because they're not filling that space. Other people are. Still to come on the standout seven, Rihanna brings a special guest to the Super Bowl and we pay tribute to a movie bombshell right after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Incredibly, the United States is already gearing up for its next presidential election, which is due to take place in November 2024. As you may have heard, Donald Trump's already tossed his toupee in the ring for the Republican nomination, but he's been short of any rivals to run against as yet. That's changed now with former governor of South Carolina and ex-Trump ambassador to the UN, Nikki Haley, formally announcing her intention to run with a classic schmaltzy everyone else's terrible video announcement. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. Joe Biden's record is abysmal, but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. One of the biggest nights of the American sporting calendar saw the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl in Arizona. The game marked the first time two black quarterbacks started and the Chiefs, who were losing at halftime, came back to win 38-35. And millions of people around the world watched singer Rihanna provide the entertainment during the halftime show, performing live for the first time in seven years. She also had a surprise guest, her second child, as she revealed on stage she was pregnant. She and Baby Bump performed all the big hits on what appeared to be a floating stage.
introducing the fabulous Raquel Welch, the sensational star discovery of this or any other year in one million years BC. She burst onto the international stage in 1966, a star of One Million Years BC and Fantastic Voyage, and left an indelible impression on moviegoers. She was Raquel Welch, most often described as a bombshell, who passed away on Wednesday, aged 82 after a short illness. She won a Golden Globe for The Three Musketeers and had a career that spanned 50 years, which included a memorable guest spot in Seinfeld. But here she is with Cher, performing an iconic song on The Cher Show in 1975. Rest in peace, Raquel. You come to me sickly, you know that I'm gonna make you well If you come to me hexed up you know that I'm gonna break that spell If you come to me hungry you know I'm gonna fill you full of grits If it's loving you're lagging I'll kiss you and give you the shivering fits Cause I'm a been the standout seven the best of the week from the smart seven we'll be back tomorrow 7 a.m with the sunday seven have a great rest of your weekend written produced and published by daft doris